Hey everybody, Donnie Bovine here. Thank you so much for listening to the episodes. Do me a favor, if you get any value out of these, would you leave me a review? It would mean the world to me. I'm on a massive mission to help as many people as I possibly can get to freedom through building a business. I gotta be honest, building a business is by far the toughest thing I've ever done in my life, and I promise you, my business has worked on me more than I've ever worked on it. I don't think there's a better tool in the world to meet the dude in the mirror than building your own company. You're going to find out what the hell you're made of. In these episodes, I bring on the people that have been through it, gone through it, done it, built monstrous companies, and I get them to coach me on how to actually level up, grow, and scale my business. They're hitting me with some hard questions. They're bringing some amazing advice. And, and I'm telling you, I take notes from every one of these episodes from these people that have actually lived it. They've gone through it and have turned their businesses into amazing empires. So I hope you find a ton of value in this. And I hope that this becomes something you come back to and listen to often. Being uncomfortable as a CEO is actually a damn good thing. Hey, I'm Donnie Bovine, the CEO and founder of Success Champion Networking and author of Endless Streamer Referrals. This is Growth Mode, a podcast centered all around growing and scaling your business. Hanging out with me as always is Kevin Snow, the sales automation tactician and genius. And in this episode, guys, we're really going to talk into why you need to get really damn uncomfortable with the CEO and why it'll help you scale your business. All right. This one's on me. I'll start this one off. But, uh, you know, I really struggled stepping into the role of CEO because, you know, I never saw the CEOs of most of the companies I worked for growing up. I mean, the only time you would see the CEOs is if you were bringing in a massive deal or you were losing a massive deal or, you know, something was going majorly wrong with whatever you were selling. So, you know, uh, the... CEO, in my mind, was always the guy who sat in the corner office, out of sight, out of mind. And I know for me, I kind of really didn't think they did anything. Um, I, I, I didn't know what the point of having a CEO was. So, I mean, as I started building Success Champions, you know, I kind of did the same thing. I was out of sight, out of mind, a lot of it because I didn't know what the hell I was supposed to be doing. And it wasn't till, you know, almost losing the business, everything going haywire that I realized that a CEO has a lot more on their plate than than I actually anticipated. And I had to learn really quick to start thinking like a CEO and being and acting like a CEO. And that was uncomfortable as hell because all I knew was uh, being an employee. And so leveling up to the mindset of being a CEO forced me to do a lot of things that did not come naturally to me. I mean, I had to to lead and serve and, and all kinds of stuff. So getting uncomfortable as a CEO is a damn sure good way to grow yourself and your business. Go ahead, Liz. So what what things I feel like we're starting a, a counseling session here. So tell me what things made you feel uncomfortable? 
Um, you know, a lot of it was centered around the processes and, and building of systems and making things duplicatable because that felt like the work I did not want to do. You know, I've always been kind of a gunslinger sales guy. So, you know, it's shoot from the hip and make it happen. And the idea of putting constraints on it is what I felt like of the systems, the processes, all that stuff really felt like the man was telling me how to run my business, you know, if you will. So it was, it was, it was uncomfortable trying to realize that without those systems and stuff, I could not build the empire I was trying to build. So that's right. The second thing is, you know, for me growing up, CEOs were cold. You know, they were, they, they're, you didn't see them and I wanted to be approachable. So I had to one learn that the CEO is not cold, right? They're not the standoffish person, but they do have to make some hard calls. You know, they have to make some tough decisions and I had to get okay making those tough decisions, you know, letting people go or bringing people on or killing projects that people had put a lot of time and energy into. I mean, uh, that's never fun to look at Kevin and say, Hey, remember all that thing you built out and all the shit you did? Uh, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> you know, we just had another one of those come up not too long ago. Be like, are we going to do anything with events with an edge? No, not right now. <laughs> you know, um, but he put a lot of time and effort into it. And it was those things it, that, that, a CEO's got to do that were really uncomfortable. But in the same token, um, I had to put myself out there, you know, and I've, I've always been good on stages and, and stuff, but now I had to put myself out there on scale. Um, it means I had to learn a whole lot more stuff and all that stuff was hard to do and, and really made me uncomfortable learning to go through it because I felt so clunky going through it and ultimately becoming it. I think one of the things that a lot of small business owners are really uncomfortable with as uh, playing the CEO role is that being the face of the company, mm. you know, I think the, you know, everyone came from at some point, the, the worker bee position where you went and did your thing and you excelled at what you did and you'd get promoted and you, you, you just, you know, uh, rinse and repeat. But you, yeah, once, you were only known in your company. Yeah, exactly. And you're known in your company. Oh, dude, Kevin, he's he's a sales guy. Donnie's a sales guy. You know, they they kick ass. Blah blah blah. But now, as a CEO, you need to be visible everywhere. And you really, and that was one of the big things that made me uncomfortable. Uh, and I'm I'm still getting better at it. Is the I need to be visible. I need to be putting myself out there. You know, now I have this podcast, but now, you know, I'm getting ready to launch some new social media stuff. I'm doing a bunch of other things so that I can be more visible to the marketplace and start becoming that thought leader that a CEO is supposed to be. And that's scary for a lot of people. Well, and I think because there's a lot of head trash that comes up with it, you know, yep. um, I, I know one of my biggest things that I still fear is that I'm going to put something out there that just destroys the company. Um, I'm going to say something that that is taken the wrong way or out of context and it's going to blow everything up. Um, it's why I so respect Elon Musk right now, 
because that motherfucker, you know, is just having a field day with uh, I'm going to buy this next. I mean, the the Coca-Cola one was hilarious for me. He's like, I'm buying Coca-Cola just so we can put the cocaine back into Coke, you know, Um, and shit like that is cracking me up. And it's because these guys say so many more crazy ass things out there that it makes it a lot easier for us that are still up and coming to say it. Because as much as I say, you just got to not give a fuck about what people think about you. There's still some voice in the back of your head sometimes that's like, you know, is that really how you want to be? Do you want to be associated with that? Um, And so, yeah, I agree. There's a lot about putting yourself out there. But, you know, for some people, you don't need to be fucking everywhere, but you need to be known in your world, in your space. I mean, there's a, a, a gal I'm following on LinkedIn. And I wish I had her name in front of me. I think it's Laura Howard or Lauren Howard. Um, And I love it because she says, you know, I used to think that I don't like people. And what I've come to realize is I like people as long as it's online interactions. She's like, I can sit here on LinkedIn and Zoom all day and I love my people. But if I got to put on pants and go to the store, (laughs) put on the makeup and all stuff, right, it's a it's a whole thing. And so for her, the idea of being the face of the company, of getting on stages and getting on podcasts and doing all the things like you and I do would just be way out of her space and out of her world. But being the face of her company all over LinkedIn, which is so easy right now, um, is absolutely just just awesome to to watch people that this idea doesn't come naturally really helps them step out of their shell. But, you know, that's a great way example of why you got to get, you know, uncomfortable being a CEO. Well, and it's, I I remember I went to, and this just happened a couple of months ago and I I know I messaged you about it, like literally as it was happening, I, I went to a concert, huge concert, you know, stadium concert, all the lights, all, all the, all the stuff. And like the first half of the concert, I just, sat there and I was imagining thinking about being on that stage presenting and I'm like that's so cool I want to do that and, and then it hit me it's like I've never had that thought before <laughs> all right <laughs> so we've, we've turned that corner and and it was really cool for me to think about yeah I want to be able to fill that stadium with the summit or whatever event that we do and be able to be on stage and, and have everyone cheering. And, and that was cool, but you know, it's, it took me, I'm going to be 50. So it took me a long time to make that shift from just being happy, being the sales guy and being known within the, my little circle to now wanting to be on stage and have, you know, have the rock star following. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I had that epiphany one time. I was uh, happened to be in a halftime show for a basketball game uh, in a in a freaking free throw competition. And as I walked out on the court, it was a WNBA at a freaking uh, local college. And you know, there's 5,000 people in that crowd, man. And when I walked in the middle of that court, if you go back and watch the, the video, it's out there somewhere. I literally spin in a circle just so I can take in what 5,000 fucking people look like. It was, it was really damn cool. And I'm like, yep, yep. We're heading that direction. Yeah. I remember the, the first time I wrestled at a state tournament, the first match I walked out on the mat, I literally did that because we were in a big, big stadium and it was like a college basketball stadium. And I remember looking around, it's like, holy shit. 
and having to fight through that my first match, uh, which is never the <laughs> it's just never the mindset you want to be in when you're getting it going out to compete. But you know, I'm about was, to get my ass whooped in front of five thousand people, right? <laughs> that, that that wasn't the thought process, but it, it was a huge distraction at any point. But I remember doing that circling thing and looking and saying, "Oh wow, there's a lot of people here. This is this is kind of cool." Yeah. You know, but I also think as a CEO, you got to get comfortable making those tough calls. I mean, yep. you know, because I, I'll be the first to tell you that I've kept people on doing things for us way long past what I should have because I was empathetic to their lifestyle or the things they were doing. And it sucks telling somebody they're no longer working with you. Um, and it's no fun to tell somebody they're not a fit um, or, you know, sometimes and we've had people that have come part of success champion networking that were just douche canoes. And I've had to step in and have some really fucking hard conversations to tell them they're no longer welcome as part of the family. And, you know, those aren't fun conversations, you know, to get into. And it's not comfortable having those conversations. But if you don't have those conversations, it'll fucking tear down the foundation of everything you're trying to build. Um, and destroy everything from from within. I think yeah. for a CEO or any entrepreneur that's growing a business, if you're not uncomfortable with where you're at, what you're having to do at that moment of being a CEO, your business is becoming stagnant. You're becoming Agreed. complacent. That That uncomfortable feeling means you're pushing your boundaries and you are you're expanding your horizons, uh, and I think it's really important, and because that, that is a good tell for your CEO. If you're completely comfortable with how everything is, it's just going great. What is keeping you moving forward? Say that again, because it broke up a second. Oh, um, <laughs> you know, if I think it's a good tell for a CEO that if you're not feeling uncomfortable with what's going on and you're like, Oh wow, everything's going great. This is awesome. You now have to figure out, all right, so what's that thing that's going to keep me moving forward? Yeah, no, I agree. I think as we continue to grow, um, there's been a couple times where I'm like, damn, this feels like a business. And almost any time that I've said that it's almost like I put on a brakes because it was it was almost like in my head I was trying to get to this plateaued type place and when you get there and you get comfortable and you get oh, man we've done something then you better head for that next space of uncomfortableness and go bigger and start figuring out exactly what it's going to take for you to to go to that next level because like Kevin said you're going to move backwards really 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 quick um, and, and bigger may be going after bigger clientele, bigger may be going after more customers, bigger may be asking to get on a bigger stage, uh, bigger may be hiring more staff than, than, you know, you think you're ready for. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of ways to get uncomfortable. Um, bigger may be taking a bigger investment in something, you know, Kevin and I just invested in a technology to move the success champions networking community over to a enclosed community. And, you know, that's not necessarily a small investment for our company. I mean, it's going to take a lot of work to keep it running and do all the right things. But, you know, we had to go figure out a new technology, figure out all the moving parts and, and all that to make it work. And, you know, that's another way to look at is is sometimes we just get comfortable in the tech that we're playing with. And 
you know, you, you've got to get out of it to, to go try and expand and move. I mean, there's always a chance that this technological move that we're making right now is the wrong call. I mean, it, it may completely fail. Um, but we don't know if we don't give it our all and actually try and make it, you know, really, really work. I'm, I'm confident that it's going to happen, but if it doesn't, we learned a valuable fucking lesson. And I think that's, that's the, the name of the game, you know, as you go through it. Um, I would also put in there that, you know, oftentimes we don't know as CEOs always the right next move to make. And for me, it's always breaking it down to the, the most micro simple steps to get moving and then take a step in that direction. And that usually gets me moving towards whatever I'm uncomfortable with. Is there such a thing as being too uncomfortable? Yeah, I think you can push yourself over the ledge. Um, and I think that's where you see companies that are actually scaling, you know, when they're 10 X hundred X in their business, um, they believe they've got the infrastructure in place. They've got the foundation in place. And then all of a sudden they get an influx of cash coming in. And because they're comfortable in one aspect of their business, they think they've got it handled. They go make an investment that brings in an influx of customers and everything else. And because they haven't pushed the boundaries of their processes and systems yet, as soon as that influx comes in, everything crashes and burns. So I, I think there has to be a way to regulate what specifically you're doing with, you know, your uncomfortableness or your risk taking or your tolerance. And you need to check some balances, you know, uh, even for like this big technology, Kevin and I sat down and we walked through the numbers and we talked about, does it actually make sense to move this um, and go this direction? So it's nice to have somebody to bounce these ideas off when you're making these bigger investments and stuff. So um, yeah, it's, it's a fine edge sword to take massive risk and go after the uncomfortable things because you think you can pull it off. Um, but it is also a good thing to have your boundaries and your checks and balances in place too. Yeah, I, I agree. Risk. I, I think the uncomfortable feeling can be, if you, if you get too uncomfortable, it can be par uh, paralyzing for the individual and it can yeah, get them to the point where they, they, just, they can't make a move at all. Yeah, like I say, you ever seen somebody get on stage or like, Ooh, I'm going to do this whole thing speaking on stage and then they completely freeze. Yep. Right. That is a, a position of pushing yourself too far past your comfort zone. Maybe you should have started in front of, you know, two or three people versus, you know, trying to speak in front of 10,000, you know, um, pick your battles. You know, um, any other last thoughts on getting uncomfortable as a CEO in, in your world? You know, I, I, I just keep going back to that. As a CEO, if you have this vision for your business, you have to understand to grow it, you need to move out of where you're comfortable. You are going to have to try new things, take risk, you know, learn new skills, do things that you haven't done before. And you have to be okay with that. You need to figure out, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, what's standing in your way within your head. You know, what is blocking you from making those moves and, and, and find someone who can help you get rid of them and yeah. help you make that step forward. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. 
it's not okay to be so uncomfortable that you're paralyzed though. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And I think, you know, being a CEO is an evolutionary process. You know, it's not, you know, I mean, you may get put in a role or become a CEO. Um, you may have that position or title, but I think it's something you evolve into because, I mean, you look at somebody like a Michael Iger who took over for Disney after uh, Michael Eisner. Um, and, you know, Michael Iger led Disney into some of the largest acquisitions in the company's history. And you don't pull that stuff off without having the ability to project what the future is going to hold and have an idea around it. But also that's a massive uncomfortable move knowing you could acquire, you know, star Wars, you could acquire Marvel and these big ass companies and although you're known for Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, and all these type of things, now you're getting known for Deadpool and Wolverine. And, you know, you're really pushing the boundaries of the brand of Disney, knowing that making that purchase could derail everything. That's ballsy. And, you know, but that's oftentimes what you have to do as a CEO is really push the limits um, and be okay with the consequences on the back end. So with this, guys, I think, you know, the biggest thing is get uncomfortable, get to a place where you're constantly challenging, you know, how you're looking, how you're showing up, how you're pushing the business and watch the more you step towards that uncomfortableness, the more you will actually grow as a person and grow as a business. So as always, guys, if you got any tips, tricks, any values out of this episode, please make sure you leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, make sure you're subscribed and share this out with one person who you think would be, you know, get value out of this, this show. And as always, love you, mean it. See you, bye. When I created Success Champions, it was on the idea that most people make themselves an island as they're growing their business. Yet they just don't want people to know how bad things are because if anybody knew how bad things are, nobody would do business with you. So like me, they don't often reach out for advice. They don't get support. They just try and put their head down and grind through it. And let's be honest, man, that, that lifestyle sucks. And when you're constantly trying to find yourself to push through it and figure it out on your own, it often leads to misery. We created Success Champions so you don't make yourself an island, so you don't build your business alone. There are a ton of people that are going through it on the same journey that are looking for the same advice you are. Maybe they've been through it and are looking to help. So come hang out with Success Champions. Go to successchampionnetworking.com, go visit one of our peer groups, and let's help you actually get to business freedom. Don't build your business alone. Come hang with us as Success Champions.